Hey, sweet sister, welcome to the Shine with Franny show. I'm Franny, and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time, with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you, so let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. Hey, sweet sisters, super excited to be back with you here again today. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to share with you that we have an awesome community of fellow sisters who are free and favored. That is the name of our online community of sisters uniting around faith, fitness, and fun. So if you are interested in joining this private Facebook group, and that means no guys, and it's just not out in the public. So if we happen to be doing a workout and you got a little boob sweat going on in that sports bra of yours, no one else will be seeing it. But I would love to invite you to come on over and to join that group. So just go ahead and search free and favored in on Facebook, and I will gladly add you into that group. So excited. Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey, sweet sister friend, welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. I am so glad you're here because guess what, girl? It is a new month, but you know what that means? Okay, it is a new health challenge upon us. Super excited for that. So I'll be sharing more details toward the end of this episode, but for now, I want to start off by giving you a little glimmer of insight as to how clueless I really am. (laughs) I sometimes wonder how I function as an adult on this side of heaven. So back in probably about 2004, 2005, I had, you might know my story that I had um, been engaged and then broke that engagement off. And then I was on the way to engagement. And then we actually broke that off before the ring exchange, before the proposal had actually happened. And so I was back on online dating and, you know, it was kind of like all the rage, right? Like online dating hadn't really been a thing at that point, like all that much. And so I was on match, match match.com. And I ended up meeting this really great guy, just a really super upstanding guy of just really good character and everything. And so we had gone out on, you know, several dates. So our first date, I always do just drinks. Like it's just awkward if you're going out for dinner and then there's like broccoli in your teeth or like I'm a member of the clean plate club, like that's all weird. And then like, you know, what if it's not going well and you now have to wait, you know, past the appetizer, you're like, I just want to leave or then who pays? Like there's so much awkwardness around all of that. So we went and had drinks and it was low key. It was fun. Super good guy. Like just really had a great time. Very chivalrous, you know, open the door, handed the small of your back, like all the really nice things, picked up the check, 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 check. He was like a winner. So second date, we go out to dinner and I was in Cleveland at the time and we went out to dinner at this really great place called Dante and you know, the menu was really eclectic and everything. And we walk in there like, Oh, hello. And I'm not going to say his name. I'll make up a name, Mr. Smith. Hello, Mr. Smith. We have your table waiting for you. And I was like, Whoa, look at this. Like he went into some effort. Like he made a reservation. I was feeling all like I was the princess. All right. Look out Disney. And we went and we actually sat at the chef's table, which I didn't know there was such a thing. Like, I was kind of like, why are we going into the kitchen? Well, here, that's like the best place to be. I didn't know. I was like, this is weird. Like there are pots and pans banging around and everything. Well, the owner, Dante, actually came over and he was like, oh, how's it going? He called him by his first name. 
we'll call him Joe Smith. He's like, Joe, what's going on? And, you know, so excited and just really sweet. And I'm like, wow, this is so awesome. Like, do you come here all the time? And I'm kind of like clueless. Okay. So we went on a few more dates. We go to a driving range. I don't know. We went to dinner somewhere else. I don't know. We went maybe bike ride, went bike riding or something in the Metro parks. Like it was in the fall, like right around my birthday. So we ended up going, um, we dated, I don't know, a couple months maybe. And we ended up going to a Cavs game and it was around November. It was right before Thanksgiving. And we go to the Cavs game and he had these amazing courtside seats. And I'm like, this guy really likes me. Like he is pulling out no stops. Like he's going all high end and, you know, and he was, he was always dressed to the nines. And then there's me, like, I'm like the clearance rack at Target, <laughs> clearance rack at Marshall's and TJ Maxx. But clearly he was into it because we were still, you know, an item. So after the Cavs game, you know, we won. It was all exciting. And he's like, hey, we're going to go over to the queue uh, to the casino. I can't remember what it's called. But there's a casino that is owned by Dan Gilbert, who also owns the Cleveland Cavaliers. And it's literally like a stone's throw away. You walk outside and then into the casino. It's right there. So we walk outside from like the queue, the Quick and Loans Arena where the Cavs were playing. So we go into the casino and we go straight to the elevator and we go straight upstairs to the penthouse. Are you tracking with me on the story here? Okay. I know I talk so quickly. So we go straight upstairs to the penthouse and there's like, I, I, I can't even describe it. There are men and women, literally like Louis Vuitton, Versace. And I don't even know what this stuff is, but I only like come to find out as I sit there in my like Marshall's, you know, sale clearance shirt. And like, probably I was wearing like yoga pants. I know for sure I had a messy bun because I remember being like, oh my gosh, like I feel so awkward, not a place because I didn't go and get hair extensions and fake eyelashes before they were even a thing. These ladies were all like, that was the thing. They were all manicured. I think I probably had like white out as like my nail polish because I was a teacher. So I was like a hot mess. And so we're just like hanging out and the owner of the Cavs walks in and the owner of the casino, Dan Gilbert and like a couple other, you know, other kind of big wigs, some of the C-suite level owners and whatever of the administration. And so I'm like looking around and they're all like, Hey Joe, what's up? You know, it's so good to see you. And they're very sweet and they're giving us champagne and all the things. And I'm like, what is going on? So anyways, we end up leaving and I was like, dude, you got to tell me like, what's the story? (laughs) And he was like, I don't know if you've ever realized this, but I'm actually a former NFL football player. And I was like, what? Like football, like the Browns. And he said, yeah, I played for them for a little while. That's where I was most recently. And I was like, what do you mean? Like you played for the NFL? Well, then he told me the whole story. He was like, yeah, I started off playing for the Chargers. And then I played for the, is it Chargers? I think San Diego. And then I played for the Lions. And then I came here to the Browns. And I'm like, And I'm clueless, you guys. I'm like, oh, no, we have been going out for like, I don't know, six or eight weeks. And I had talked to him and he was like, oh yeah, like I was a professional athlete. And I was just, you know, I never really like dove into that much further because I, he said he like retired from it when he was like 34 or something. And he was in his fifties at this point or maybe late forties. Anyways, I say all that because I was like clueless and completely like blindsided by the fact that he was this like NFL player. (laughs) And, you know, again, I'm like, how did I never like think to ask this? And you know me, like I, I, I probably could just talk on my own. Probably that's what I do on dates. I don't know. Maybe I should get some feedback anyways. And most of the guys ghost anymore these days. So what he had said to me, which I thought was so powerful. And he said, Franny, I like that you liked me for who I was and not my status or my title or my fame or my money. And I was like, I mean, he had a really nice car, but I had dated other guys who also had like a 
Mercedes or a BMW. I think he had a Mercedes. And so I was kind of like, meh, like it didn't phase me. And not that I wasn't like impressed by that. Not that I didn't think, but it wasn't like the reason why I dated him. You know, I was like, well, you're a good guy. Like you look me in the eye. You don't look at your phone and you open the doors for me. Like I was looking at the things that made him special, right? I wasn't looking at, you know, if he had a Rolex, I couldn't even tell you if it's a Rolex. I don't know. There's all these expensive watches. I have no clue about them. So he was just as just as much smitten with me because I didn't like him for all of his fame, status, you know, title, money, all, you know, the cars, the watches, all the things. And so here I am now, like I started adding it up and I was like, oh, the chef's table. Oh, court size eats. And I was like, and I do not know how I function as an adult. So I say all that you guys to tell you, not only tell you about me, but to really paint the picture for where we're going this month. The whole theme this month is all about our heart and all of the things that come from our heart, the relationships, our love, our connections to things, our lack thereof, right? Our disconnect from things or, you know, feelings and emotions that are attached to things that all relate to love. So I was reminded, you know, I share that story with you about, I think I called him John Smith or Joe Smith. I don't know, because I'm reminded for the month of February, obviously we are diving in, it's Valentine's day, you know, the month of February. And I really wanted to, I was praying over this for the last couple of months, like, okay, I want to go into the heart and like, Lord, what are you leading me to with this? And so that story kind of epitomizes what God is looking at. He's looking at our heart. He doesn't care. That's great that you're an NFL player. That's great that you can get courtside seats. That's great that you get to the pet house, you know, with the owner's box or whatever. But he's like, here's the thing. Like in first Samuel 16, seven, when Samuel is going to anoint David as king and he looks at all the other sons, you know, the sons of Jesse. And he's like, nope, 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 nope. He gets all the way down to number eight. And he's like, ha, that's it. And Samuel says, looks aren't everything. Don't be impressed. And I'm reading right now from the NIRV, but looks aren't everything. Don't be impressed by his looks or stature. I've already eliminated him. God judges persons differently than humans. Men and women look at the face and God looks at the heart. And so the Lord led me to that scripture because God wants us to examine our hearts. God wants us to look within. He wants us to see what we are storing up in our heart and how then it is then manifesting in our thoughts, our words, our actions, in our relationships, in our businesses, in our communities, and all of the other places and spaces in our own lives. So this month we are going to dive in deep and we are going to go all things heart related. We're going to look at all things relationship and love related and everything else that kind of stems from that central theme of the heart. We're going to look at relationships with God, others, and ourselves. We're going to look at relationships to and with things, perhaps our bodies, our money, our money stories that are connected to that, and even unidentified idols we don't even realize we might have that might be stored up or hidden in our hearts. So we're going to explore all of these things and what God's word has to say about these as related to your health, your spirit, your soul, and your bodies. All right. So God wants us, of course, we know to have a a very healthy physical body, and that starts by having a very healthy physical soul. We know that our souls are already made whole because of course the Holy Spirit, once you accept Jesus, you are whole, you are healed. You are all things that Jesus died for. The challenge is we live here on the earth And we get it all muddied up. Pardon me. So let's kick this all off, sister friend, with our February health challenge.
All right. So going back to that theme of heart, here's another scripture. If you're writing these down, the first one we did today that I shared and ref- referenced was first Samuel 16, seven, and this one is Luke six forty five. So it says out of the virtue stored in their heart, good and upright people will produce good fruit. I know all of the evil hidden in their hearts of evil ones will produce what is evil. For the overflow of what has been stored in your heart will be seen by the fruit in your life, and it will be heard in your words. What's in will what come out is pretty much what's that saying there, sister friend. I'm sure you've heard that. That is actually from the Passion Translation, that one specifically. But pretty much what, what's being said here is that whatever is in your heart is going to come out. So, and it's going to come out in your words, it's going to come out in your actions, your thoughts. And so God really wants us to look inside of our heart and say, okay, If I have any areas in my life where perhaps I'm not living aligned with God's word and I'm not choosing God's way, I'm choosing my selfish fleshly way, then I need to go ahead and I need to check my heart. I need to do a little heart recording there and see what's going on there. So those are kind of the anger scriptures for this entire month and this entire series because we are now going to then take this and apply this in our lives. So as we mentioned, you know, today we want to have that healthy spirit, soul, and body. So one of the ways that we have a healthy spirit is always, I'm always going to tell you to dive into scripture. So the first thing for your spiritual health is to learn, memorize, recite, meditate upon, um, journal, do concordances, commentaries, whatever it is, pick one scripture this month. Maybe you say one a week, but I'm going to ask you to pick with, start with one, pick one scripture selected about something that relates to the heart. There are hundreds of them. I just gave you two today. If one of those sounds good to you, pick one of those. <laughs> you know, you could look into, um, you know, guard your heart above all else. Lots of Proverbs about the heart. Lots of Psalms related to the heart. You know, there's so much information. And that might lead you on a really cool character study. For example, the first Samuel reference that I read here, it references David. That could lead you. I mean, he is, you know, he's an ancestor of, of Jesus, which means he's an ancestor of you. So maybe doing a study there, it might lead you to something else. But I want you to go ahead and say, I'm going to commit to learning one scripture about the heart, memorizing it, diving in, studying it, learning more. Okay. That's the first thing. The second thing, because we know what is in our heart comes out in our lives, we want our souls, our mind, our will, our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, our imaginations, all of those things. We want everything then to act in accordance with God's word. So we want to have a healthy heart, but we also want to have the outflow and the over the overflow in our lives. So I'm going to ask you for some soul health. I'm going to ask you to do two things here because it's the second month. You can pick one, start with one if you need to, but it's the second month. So don't worry, in December, I won't make you do 12 things. Maybe I'll do the 12 days of Christmas, who knows. But one is I want you to do one physical act. One thing that is in your community, in your neighborhood, in your church, you're going to say, okay, I am going to serve God here. I'm going to maybe bring a meal to someone. I'm going to do something. I'm going to pay for the person behind me in the restaurant, uh, you know, or whatever in the drive-thru line. That is one thing. And then the other thing I want you to do is I want you to write a Valentine to someone. I want you to write a card to somebody who maybe you haven't spoken with a long time. Or maybe this is where the challenge comes in, sister friend. Maybe it's somebody who needs forgiveness. You need to forgive them. And you know who that person is. That's between you and the Holy Spirit there. Okay, he'll call, he'll call to mind who that person is. But write them a card and just say, I just want to let you know I'm thinking of you. You don't have to apologize. You don't have to wait for their apology. You might be waiting a long time if ever you receive it, all right? So do one physical act and then think about someone who's on your heart and send them a valentine. 
Okay. You don't even have to have a Valentine card. You can make a card or you can send them a little hello card. It doesn't have to be anything special. All right. So we've got our soul and our spirit dialed in. Now let's go to the body part. All right. This is the part that's always the biggest challenge here because you don't have Franny, the personal trainer calling you up and texting you and saying, did you get up and work out today? But this is where it is discipline. And we're going to talk about that this month, but twice a week, Again, we're going back to the second month and also looking at 2022, two times a week, I want you to do a physical activity that gets your heart pumping. Whether you go spinning, whether you go, you know, sometimes your bar class can get you up and pumping. Oftentimes like a yoga yoga or Reiki or I don't know, not Reiki, what is it called? Tai Chi, sorry. Some of those things don't really get you pumping all the time. So find something that is going to get your heart pumping, okay? That you're really going to push yourself out of your comfort zone. You're going to build that strong heart. God wants us to have a strong heart in the spiritual and then in the soul level. And he also wants to have it in the physical because for him to use you mightily, guess what, sister friend, you got to be at your highest game here, okay? You're not going to do as much, uh, as much harm to, he- to hell as you are if you're up and moving, Okay. So those are the three things that comprise our February challenge, all related to the heart. The first one is to script, memorize a scripture that is related to somehow the word heart. Just look it up, Google it, go into the back of your Bible, look in the concordance, you know, look and see heart. Second thing, one physical act, something that is very, you know, love, an act of love, random act of kindness, and then one Valentine, a little note to someone. You know, when you, when you hear me say Valentine, I'm not really talking like Valentine. Like you don't have to have like Winnie the Pooh on the front. Okay. Like you can just go and just send somebody a card, right? Because we know that what is in the heart is what's coming out. And then lastly is to twice a week, go ahead and commit to two cardio activities. Now, some of you, you aren't going to take a class and that's going to be super easy. You're going to hop on a Peloton or a treadmill and you're going to be like, okay, now if you're not doing a class per se, here's where you're like, how many minutes? Aim for 22, two 22 minutes. And the reason why is because it's 22. So we're just kind of sticking with that theme this year. So aim for at least two. And then the other days you get your strength. The other days you might get some walking or activity. Maybe you're just shoveling snow or I don't know, you know, you're doing some yard work or gardening or something. Who knows? All right. So I pray this blesses you. I pray that I had you laughing at my story in the beginning. Uh, it obviously didn't work out uh, beyond that. I don't know. Well, I do know why it happened, why it didn't work out because I didn't sleep with him. There's that. All right. So there you have that. Um, but, you know, it was a great story. So I hope that you enjoyed it. And I hope you participate in this challenge. If you are, please, please, please shoot me a little screenshot, send it over to me in Instagram, put it out there, ask other friends to join in. You guys, I cannot stress enough. I cannot convey to you enough how important it is to be in community with others. We're going to talk about that this month because it is so important. You know, the community is where we actually build, build ourselves up in the, in the Lord, right? When we're loving God and loving others, oftentimes the people who are unlovable, mm, I've had my fair share of those in this life. I know that you're, you're hearing me too. Okay. So share this with a friend and say, Hey, I'm committing to doing this in February. Do you want to do it with me? Share it with her, him, your husband, your children, whatever it is, get everybody involved. It'd be so awesome. Have everybody memorizing scripture, having that word. Now remember, we don't do it for the little badge that says I memorized scripture this month. We do it because just like it tells us in Joshua, meditate on this word, keep it on your lips day and night. Okay. Do not let it depart from your lips. It says always, always, always have it on your lips in your mouth. Okay. So that's why we memorize scripture so that it's in your heart. One act, one card, and then twice a week, two 22 minute cardio sessions. Okay. Boom. That's it. 
All right, sister friend, if this blesses you and you're participating, please let me know. Send me an email, franny at shinewithfranny.com. You can also just go ahead and email me or DM me on any of the socials. Let me know and share it with others. But until we meet next time, keep on shining.